Don't look under the internet. Anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, just gee, like that. Welcome. Dang. What an intro. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's Don't Look no, Under no, the no, Internet. No, 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 um, no. No, we're not doing the intro right now. 14 have... seconds in, you need to give me a little more time. All right, that. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so there I was with barbecue sauce on my titties. <laughs> <laughs> this is Don't Look Under the Internet. Hello, everybody, That's and welcome. Jason. I'm hey, Jason. Doug is over there. I'm not here today. <laughs> yeah, he called in sick. Yeah, I'm and not. Or something. I'm at a baseball game. And I'm Charles no, Barkley, you oh. knucklehead. Didn't he, he have, like, an anger problem on the court? No. You're thinking of Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah, when he in, played basketball, right, yeah. Yeah, right. when he hated the Asian people in that one movie. Ooh. Where he's like, get off my lawn. What movie Grand was that? Torino? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Grand yeah, Torino. Yeah. Um, so I have a quick story for you guys that I need to share at the beginning of all of this because I know it's going to turn into a tangent later if we ever get on the topic we, of dogs or socks or shit. We also brought in another audience member. <laughs> That's yeah, we did. Well, in the corner. We actually didn't have to pay a live audience to be here this time. We uh, Scream hi, got a volunteer. Hi. There it is. There it is. <laughs> Hopefully the sound gate doesn't make that disappear. <laughs> we'll see. But so I want I need you guys to understand the trials and tribulations that uh well mainly Kelly dealt with <laughs> earlier this week. <laughs> so my dog Finley has been kind of acting like a tantrum throwing toddler for the past couple of days. And we couldn't really figure out why. We thought it was just uh, just like a, a phase he was going through. Like, well, if I bark enough, I'll do what I want. No, that's not the case. So every once in a while, while I'm at work, Kelly takes the dog to the dog park by uh, our apartment. And dogs were playing, having a good time. And then Finley went to go take a shit. To which... Kelly saw that there was like something there that he couldn't get out because it was too big. She thought it was oh. a bully stick because so the last time he ate a bully stick, he ate it way too fast and he threw it all up. So we thought this time he ate it slower, but it got stuck. Nope. She goes, she pulls it. It is a full sock. Oh no. <laughs> a whole fucking sock it has oh. exited this dog's anus. It flops into her palm. She freaks out because she she's expecting something like firm coming like, out of the uh, asshole. Now Danny DeVito is going to slide out. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Danny DeVito's right behind. Floppy <laughs> ass sock. How did you eat a full ass sock, Finley? Well, he goes shopping in our closet when we're not looking. And also in our couch, because apparently he stuffed a bunch of socks in the couch, and that's just where he keeps them. Makes you wonder what else he's eaten. He knows that we're talking about him right now. Finley. He absolutely knows. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Poor fellow. He's such but a no, handsome to... man, though. <laughs> he, I mean, I'll give him a pass, for sure. Next time, don't eat socks. Eat Although, underwear. I it's... will say, I don't think Kelly will give me a pass. Like, I don't think I could walk up to her and say, can you help me... Pull this sock out of my butthole, please, and thank you. <laughs> I don't think we're close enough for that yet. Well, intimacy, it's the second most intimate thing you can do with a person. Well, that's the step after marriage, I think. Well, no, they say a good roommate will shave your asshole for you. Hmm, that's yeah. good to know. 
as we look at Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, wait. Okay. <laughs> so I, I have some breaking news that I heard today. Did you guys hear about Mark Hamill? I know of him, yeah. Okay, you heard of him? Yeah. Yeah. He played uh, uh, the Cockknocker in Jane Silent Bob. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where everybody knows him from. Yeah. Right. Um, well, he was. He went to see his uh, doctor earlier today. Um, apparently, he had back issues, which was really bad. Uh, according to TMZ, apparently was in his kitchen, and he was going to grab a milkshake straw when he fell, and he hurt his back. Okay. TMZ reported that apparently this was the straw that broke the Hamill's back. God, I didn't... This could have gone so much better if you were like, yeah, his back hurt from carrying the whole Star Wars universe on no, it. No, 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 no. But speaking of Star Wars and weird alien space things, what's our <laughs> fucking topic today? <laughs> yeah, Mike, you're getting lazier and lazier with your fucking bird scooters, one, man. The last one's just like, you ever hear of food? Well, here's some it food. Was. <laughs> it was. That was... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, what, what is the G-Dang topic today? Well, today we are doing one of my very favorite, I would say niche internet finds. It's yeah. a, uh, it's, I don't really know how to classify it, but it is something... Freaky? It's very freaky. Horsey. Lovecraftian, for sure. Very niney. Yeah. Very niney. At least four of them. What's not, what? Very niney. What's niney? You and know. the guys, never mind, we'll get there. Um, today we are covering a topic called Mother Horse Eyes. My, what big <laughs> you have. Yeah, exactly. Wilbur. You'd think it's this... me, your mother. <laughs> so how many times do you think horses were mentioned throughout this whole... Four? Only I don't even, in I don't even descriptors, and they're typically descriptors of the eye. Yeah, and they belong to the mother. Who yeah. has horse eyes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not gonna lie. Fucking hated reading half of this shit. <laughs> really? Well, not hated, but I mean, like, it was it was It was a lot. Weird-ass shit. So, not, not gonna lie, we did some very disjointed research for this one, but I'm very okay with how we did it. Yep. Um, we are going to be covering quite a bit of shit here. Yeah, we've so. got a long one. So, buckle up. I'm gonna... We'll see how this works out. We'll see what I can edit it down <laughs> to. But... Well, we're gonna go over. There is, like, a confirmed quote 100 posts unquote yeah. you know yep and we're going to be going over those 100 posts all 100 of them but uh we'll have yes yes Doug, go ahead but mm -hmm. we're gonna do it via the narratives yes we're yes. gonna do it in order of yep. the narratives but not chronologically want, yes but if you want to find these posts and read them yourself we'll have the link below in all the descriptions oh yeah shout out to wikipedia yeah. <laughs> helping us just outline this. And Reddit in general. Before we get too on topic, which is something I don't <laughs> normally say, um, can we... I think someone deserves a shout-out. I shout think out. absolutely someone does. Plus, they fucking... They shared the email confirmation of becoming a patron for us. Yes. yes. So they're super proud. We are super proud. Shh, throw, throw the name out there, boys. It's Nicole. Nicole. Yep, we got a, our second Nicole. Yeah, yes, we've we had two, two Nicole's uh, subscribers, which yeah, is I mean, interesting. Well, so technically one is under the name Ragdoll Zombie, but if you just click that, it says Nicole. So <laughs> we, we got dueling Nicoles now. So. Yeah, you both... It's like Highlander. There can only be one. You yeah. guys now have to fight each other. Meet each other in 
Utah and just no meet each other in Corbin, Kentucky. Yep. Please. Yep. Thank you. Thank out. you. Thank you. <laughs> Take a picture of whatever statue of the, yep. the colonel is there. Yeah. yeah but so th- what? Th- actually, what I'm thinking is these two need like we there can only be one. I think these two should battle verbally for the name Nicole. They should send us their <laughs> arguments. It's like that. Like why it? you should be Nicole? Why you should be Nicole? And we. As being supreme, well, like, knowledgeable beings of this fucking time, will judge you. So, like that so come fight. at us with what? Th- so you're going to be Nicole, but you got to come at us with what the other Nicole's name is now going to be. Yeah, you also so defend your like birthright of being called <laughs> Nicole, but also shit on the other person. Don't shit on them too much because they 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 love the same things you do that's fair honestly they might just be friends yeah do (laughs) this be like i think you should change your name to this and come up with the funniest name you can and then if you like that name change your twitter handle to it and just see what happens (laughs) i'm gonna take this one step further i am gonna offer whichever nicole who is currently a patron one hundred dollars Whoever comes forward first with a proposed name change and the legal documents <laughs> ready to be signed, I will give you $100. There, you heard it, folks. $100. Give me whatever you want. $100. I'll, I'll give you $200 you of, if your name Jason's is... Jason's pocket. Yeah, I will pay you $200 if you change your name to Diluti. Yeah. Look at that. All it I takes will contribute $200. to that, actually. Yep. You know, first Biden gives you a stimulus, and now Jason does. You can't go wrong here. I think the Jason stimulus goes a bit further. A little the, bit. The Jasonulus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But again, thank you very much, Nicole. Thank you, anyone who has uh, the balls. Be- been, been a patron, because oh. that's, that's <laughs> fucking cool. I yeah. Like, that is really fucking cool. Um, we love to see this. Like, we... We're putting all this out here because we want people to understand how awesome this stuff is and the fact that you guys understand how awesome it is and are supporting us through it, it just speaks volumes to us. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, we want to suck your dicks. And besides that whole thing that I just said, not only do we have Nicole, but we also have another Patreon subscriber. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, a good buddy of mine, Dan, um, subscribed as well. And I, I actually thanked him personally via Messenger. Um, but he deserves this. He deserves some. You could say that podcast. Does he? Okay, actually, Doug. Does he deserve this? I mean, I don't think anyone deserves this. (laughs) This is torture. (laughs) I mean, he'll listen. I know he's gonna hear this. So yeah, I know. uh, Dan, fuck you. (laughs) But also, thank you. I know I've set the the whole shout out thing as like a Patreon reward. (laughs) I don't know if it's actually a reward. Maybe we we need to label it now as we We will insult the fuck out of you. But thank thank you so much. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Nicole Squared. Yeah. Thank you, Dan. You guys rock. And you know Let's call her Nicole Prime. uh, which one? Exactly. There is no you Nicole Prime. I don't know. There is no Nicole Prime. You are both very awesome in Fuck. my eyes. So yeah, we, yeah. we really do appreciate you guys doing this. You and, can uh, both. We like to have a good time. You and can I'm both trying so hard dad. to keep talking over Mike right now. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> Go ahead. Say say your thing. You can both kiss my dad. If you are a Patreon subscriber, um, do you have a fax machine? Ooh, that's actually a decent question because I have access to a fax machine. 
And if our Patreon subscribers do, You'll get they a, should let me know, and I, I can fax them I would love to stuff. fax you, my <laughs> asshole. I would love to do that for you It's guys. a fax hole. If you also have a carrier pigeon, let me know. I'll fucking send you a Morse code sign. Let's get back on the yeah, topic I think of, let's. I think we're done with housekeeping. Yeah, let's get back on topic of mother may I horse eye. <laughs> mother may I horse? No. Mother horse eyes. Nine mother, nine horse, horse nine eyes, nine. nine. Yep. That's where the nines come from, Mike. That's awesome. why it's ninety. So yep, yep, yep. let's do this thing. Woo! Absolutely. So Mike just cracked a whip and no one saw it except for me and, Jason and the dead audience, but it's irrelevant. Well, the one that was live left because, well, actually, why the fuck did she leave? Um, well, no, there's one I kept alive. Who let her out? You took your shirt off and she ran. That's fair. There's I one... am shirtless right now recording. <laughs> I'm not lying. <laughs> there's so fucking hot in here. There's one audience member I think is alive. Hey. All right, Jerry, if you're there, g- clap for me real quick. Well, that wasn't Jerry. That was you, Jason. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Here so. I am trying to fucking add to your narrative, and you're just going to call my ass out. That's fine. I did yeah, learn something new, it. though. Um, besides anus and penis size, we, me and Jason have the same nipple size as well. Yeah. Little chocolatey kisses. Well, they're not chocolate. It's more like a... <laughs> What Ain't nothing what chocolate about you, that? homie. That's more of a pepperoni if I've ever chocolate seen it. Kisses. It's like a mini pepper. It's like a bold pepperoni. Yeah. That's it's like the, a peanut. Let's get into yeah. the topic here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is the start of Mother Horse Eyes. Absolutely. So, if anyone here has not heard of Mother Horse Eyes, it is a very interesting piece of narrative. It took a while for this actually to be found. Just because of the nature of how it got posted, right? Yeah, I mean, so when we look at Mother Horse Eyes, it's not just a, like, if you were around when it was happening, it wasn't like this thing that you could just go and look at. No. You had to, you, there's no dedicated, like, so everything we've done in the past have had, like, a landing page. Yeah. Like a hub that you could visit to find all the information that you need. This is where this one differs a bit. There is no hub, there's no landing page, there's no collection of information aside from what Reddit has provided, which is awesome, because I would love to see more narratives like this. Yeah, where did it, where would you say it started? Do we know the start time? Like- yeah, so the, the first post uh, actually came about in 2016, okay? Ooh, this is fresh. It's good. May 21st, 2016, and it was on a, uh, it was on this post that... Basically, it was commenting about, like, revolutions, it was, co- it was talking about, like, rising up, it was talking about just, like, revolting, more or less. And that's kind of a, that's something you're going to see throughout all of these, they're going to find these loose connections, it's almost like they search for a keyword, yeah, and then posted a bunch of shit that had to do with that, and then fucking left the group, like, just, oh, and I'm done. So, so to put it in perspective a little bit here, just to kind of help you guys uh, visualize it, I guess, is that these posts that we're going to be going over are actually responses to random posts to post on, on reddit. reddit yep so Isn't every kind of like someone will be talking about like yeah you know what ajax dish soap is pretty good and this guy comes out of nowhere like you see there's flesh interfaces <laughs> yeah no that's that's exactly kind of what happens yeah. although they do he does it a little more gracefully obviously because he every single post that comes about so let's say so the first one let's talk about that it talks about staging a coup and a revolution. In response to this comment thread, you get a very weird post. And in light that this is the very first post, I'm going to I'm just going to read off the whole thing. 
Just fair, gonna set fair. the whole thing. You guys good with that? Yeah, go ahead. All go right, give me, all right. I'll set the mood for you. Fade in. A unite, a stage, a coup, a revolution, a bring, a genocide, a new world, a. In the MK Ultra experiments, the CIA dosed unwitting subjects with LSD to see how they would react. What has not yet come to light is that MKUltra was an intra-agency project. The CIA created new departments within the CIA and fed them steady doses of LSD and other psychoactives to see how the departments would diverge and mutate away from normal departments. Whole projects and hierarchies were created, with everyone involved being more or less unwittingly under the influence of LSD. This is how the restraint bed portals and flesh interfaces were first created, i.e. from heavily psychomutated hierarchy. The entire thing had to be eliminated, but the technology it created had been revolutionary. So all these different topics that were in this post are basically, in a, a, the best way to put it, is all the topics that we're going to be touching on quite yep. a bit. Yep, yep, yep. There's um, a lot of fucking shit to unpack here. There's there a lot. Um, Especially because this is on, literally this is on a, a fucking post about starting a revolution in, like, towards capitalist pigs or some <laughs> shit. Like, there's no rhyme or reason for a lot of this stuff to be a part of it. Yeah, and he ties them in very well. He, he, he was yep. looking for specific keywords, like you said. Uh, he just punched a beer yep don't um, worry about me <laughs> no but uh, yeah no he does a really good job he's a very creative writer for lack of i guess better understanding at the moment i know this is going to come up later but as you as everybody will see hp lovecraft is one of my favorite authors sans racism etc like just the the horror he brings is amazing this author reminds me very much of how Lovecraft operates. There's a lot yeah. of mystery. There's mystery. You don't quite know what's happening, but you're terrified. It's awesome. Cosmic, for sure. Oh, yeah. So this first, like, set of posts, um, is it the, they actually all have names, like, story names that we're going to be kind of bringing up. Yes. Um, that was the investigator. Yeah, uh, so this, this is the investigator. This is the first, so the very first post kicks off a narrative called the investigator narrative. Now, you won't know this unless you've read all 100 posts that all of these are divided up. We are doing you the service of breaking it up, condensing it, and just telling you what you need to know. So you're gonna, we're going to go over this narrative by narrative. So it'll make way more sense. Yeah, Otherwise, there's, there's mm, roughly 30 narratives that we're about to go over. Yeah. Let's let's kind of break this apart a bit, right? Yeah. The big topics that, you know, stand out to me are MKUltra, CIA, LSD, and flesh interfaces. That's a lot of shit to dump on someone in, what, fucking three paragraphs? Love me a good flesh interface. I mean, same, but, you know, <laughs> you know what they say, once you go flesh interface, you can't go back to not flesh interface. Or something. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure that's the same. <laughs> so, MK Ultra. That has to deal with what? Mind control. Mind control. CA mind control conditioning. The government's out to get ya. I would say are. honestly, it would mainly have to do with conditioning because mind control is a type of conditioning. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. So this program had to do with conditioning, what, children, and honestly, it was children to be, I think it was like sleepers. Yeah, sleeper agents. Exactly. uh, I mean, God, there's so much on MKUltra. Like I said, we will definitely do it. Yeah, no, that's an episode all by itself. So aside from that, if you couldn't tell, this is a part of a narrative called the investigator narrative. This is kind of the narrative that is... Pretty much dead set on just divulging information about whatever we're talking about right now. And at this point, no one fucking knows. All the comments after this comment are like, what the fuck are you talking about? What's a flesh interface? Why are you talking about the CIA? Why blah, 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 blah. Over and over. And that's when, like, post two is where shit starts to get <laughs> weird. And that's where you find, start to find the uh, the pattern. You find out that this might be a, a connected narrative if you're looking for it if you're not this is just a random fucking post on a random reddit post yeah especially coming through the post and seeing one out of place like especially if you didn't see the first one or like even going forward into the post if you just happenstance upon one of these without having read any prior ones you'd be like the fuck is this dude talking about yeah yeah yeah, exactly plus all so all the ones in the investigator post like the, the investigator narrative you can pretty much read by itself you don't have to read them in order you'll get the same information because it's so disjointed and based on random reddit comments so the second post kind of goes over how uh um in the vietnam war the u.s government would try to pacify villages um using something called the strategic hamlet program basically creating villages that had no Viet Cong influence which in Vietnam at the time wasn't really a thing. No, it was it was very 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 difficult. Um, Cue that '60s song that everyone plays in every movie about the '60s. <laughs> it ain't me. Yep. It ain't me. Yep. 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 Um, so they talk about how they created this village in Vietnam, where they it actually happened in a couple of different instances where they isolated the village completely. Like they cut roads off, they cut supplies off, and they saw what happened. In a few of these villages, not many, but a few, the people found a way to survive. A lot of these villages just died off because they couldn't get food, they couldn't get the supplies they needed, and their numbers dwindled. That's when the CEO of DoorDash discovered DoorDash. <laughs> That's, it actually started in Vietnam. Yep. By a starving CIA test subject. <laughs> <laughs> so, most of these villages just died out. A few of them, however, managed to live... And the answer is fucking out there. It's, you heard it in the first post. Like how they lived? It's something called flesh interfacing. Mm. And basically what that means, (laughs) no one knows. There's no, there's no serious, there's no serious definition for what flesh interfacing means because it can mean one of several things. The criteria so far are LSD is involved. Okay. Very, very, very poor populations are a part of it, and they create something too esoteric for the world to know about. It's cosmic horror. There, there's no description right. of it. There's no really. description. And so what I'm getting from this is that the whole investigator narrative is kind of about the CIA and other world governments setting up different instances of what these posts call flesh interfacing. They start going over things like portals. They start going over things like incident zones. 
Um, like the second one about Vietnam is about like the Vietnam War. There was another post about how in the Falklands we use nuclear subs, and this guy was like, I don't know why you would use them there, considering the amount of portals and activity. And he starts talking about how the like these portals will cut whales in half, and they don't know where the other half went. Just a bunch of weird, weird, weird stuff. And at this point, everyone's kind of looking at this poster and being like, what? Are you he are you okay? On LSD. Right, exactly. Or some kind of drug. But so the majority of this uh this narrative is all about different regions of the world experiencing these different flesh interfaces as well as portals. We're not quite sure what Other the fuck they're talking up about. Shit. So this is kind of the tone that gets set for this whole narrative. It's a whole bunch of information about these things called flesh interfaces yes now the name by itself is is weird very very fucking weird but it brings a lot of different elements in one of the one of the big ones is uh elizabeth bathory you guys know who elizabeth bathory is the woman who made the flag for the united states no that's betsy ross we've been over this i was gonna say something way stupider so it's fine the popcorn lady. so elizabeth bathory was, I believe, late 1500s, early 1600s, I believe. And she was known for killing, like, 650 people in, like, a year. I love her. Well, what she did was she would bathe in their blood and drink it and, like, believe that... Oh, that'll make her young again? Yeah, youthful blood Uh. makes her young. Yeah, was she known like, the the vampire of her time or something like that? Have you guys seen the movie Stay Alive? Mm Mm-hmm. You remember the the fucking lady in red? Yeah, yeah, it's it's her. That's it's, Elizabeth yeah. Bathory. Yeah. So if you guys have seen that movie and you want to see a video game, a horrible, horrible video game portrayal of Elizabeth Bathory, just watch that movie. But basically, she, you know, she drenched herself in the blood of her victims, thinking it would make her youthful. She tried to be a vampire, but this is the first known instance of someone trying to flesh interface. But no, so they go over, like, Elizabeth Bathory. They go over some other very historical names. Um, oh, so you're thinking of uh, Hennig, Hennig Brown, I think? The philosopher's yeah, yeah, guy? The guy who yeah, started yeah, Phosphorus yeah. as well? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure he's talking about Harry Potter. No, I was talking about Full Metal Alchemist, but that's oh, okay. fine. Either way. <laughs> um, so, uh, we get into all these stories about, you know, Vietnam. We get about nuclear subs in the Falklands. We get Elizabeth Bathory. We get all these random information posted on these random posts, all culminating, at least in my mind, to a post about a Russian experiment. I know, back to Russia. We always Russia. do that. A Russian experiment that involved 30,000 prisoners near the Arctic Circle, where what everyone calls... A portal happened to open up, and segmenting started happening. Now, segmenting, according to the author, is where you pass through one of these portals that you can't see, and it segments your flesh to where you can't see where it went. So if you stuck your hand through, it would cut your hand off. Fun. It wouldn't hurt, but it wouldn't be there. So... (laughs) What happened, according to this account, is that in the Arctic Circle, the Russians sacrificed 30,000 people to create one of these interfaces or portals, and it did happen. And with them rose these giant silver spires, and from these spires, a portal like reached out and started segmenting things as it went, which means you could only get so close to it. 
just slices you up. Yeah, turns out the world was two hours away from complete annihilation. Thanks, Russia. They Every time. do you remember the uh, the first time they tested the uh, Sar Bomba? Is that a dance? No, it's the like, Bomba. It's the atom bomb 2.0. Oh, cool! Literally the biggest bomb ever dropped in the history of the world. Oh, well, the story goes. That bomb was dropped at this site because this portal was getting out of hand. <laughs> they destroyed it with two hours to spare, saved humanity from complete and utter annihilation, and the world went back to normal. Thanks, now, we Russia. only know it as, you know, oh, it was just a nuclear test. So, or was it? Yeah. Do, 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 do. <laughs> but, you know, that's that's the uh, the setup for this whole thing. It's flesh interfacing, world governments are involved. There are these segmenting portals that lead somewhere we don't know where, but it's just, it's freaky as fuck. I do kind of have a post that gives a, I want to say a definition, but it helps um, identify what a flesh interface is. Please. Um, I'm just going to read the, the post per, uh, verbatim because it's very good and pretty short. Okay. Uh, it is post 17 if anyone wants to, you know, read along. It's called Euphoria and Terror. Um the kind of psychological mirroring was exploited in the de- in the design of the flesh interfaces. When a human body is embedded in an interface, the independent, i.e. the non-human, interface glands produce massive amounts of LSD, which cause intellectual mutations, which could be time fracturing along with several dozen axes. Um, meanwhile, independent hormone regulators produce an emotional oscillation between two states, euphoria and tear. Mm-hmm. Thus, we have the typical sound of an interface. Alternate waves of giggling and screaming that move through the interface population, running along the length of the interface as the hormones travel along the independent conduits. These successive waves of giggling and screaming create a steady rhythm that washes over the traveler as they move through the interface. Natural empathetic responses prepare the traveler's body for the process of embrace. Mm. So that's kind of a description of, I guess, maybe not what an interface is, but what you might, I don't know, see or hear or right. notice if you're ever around one. <laughs> I will say the very, one of the very last posts for this narrative has to do with a uh, a nine-year-old girl. The other one has to do with a PYT. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well... So one of the one of the tropes you're going to find throughout the investigator narrative is that people find these portals, they like discover them somehow, and they try to go through them, which ends up either killing them, maiming them, or traumatizing yeah, them. It, never a good idea to go through a portal that you just randomly come about. No, 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 no. However, this nine year old girl was the first recorded um, human to enter. And then re-exit a portal, which means she went in, and then she came back. Fully formed, nothing was missing. Ooh. Yep. Something special about this nine-year-old girl. Um, Get her on TikTok. There's one last post that kind of, I wouldn't say has anything to do with anything, but uh, in the investigative one that mentions Michael Jackson and how, <laughs> yeah, very weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it touches on how he got close to the same type of like mindset that LSD would give you to get into a flesh interface by using the propofil. Um, So people are like, he didn't die of an overdose. He died from all this cosmic shit that happened to him. Weird, but they they touch on that, which is odd. But 
we then get into this kind of like black ops territory. So before we like move forward, like yeah. a lot of shit was just thrown at us, right? That's true. Flesh interfacing. At this point, what do we know? Honestly, not much. At this point, just think of it as like a fleshy tube. That's yeah. really all we've been told about it. And and the further we go into these posts, we're actually going to slowly divulge more what these things are, and you're going to start to like kind of put the pieces together yourself. So far, which is a bit integral to the rest of the story, here's what we know. Flesh interfacing is a thing that is happening around the globe to these usually poor and manipulated villages or cities, and the result is usually these, what they call portals, which are segmenting things, which means they disappear, but still work. Um, Which in true fashion of governments start seeing this and mm -hmm. now want this for themselves yeah exactly. i mean we have a we have an example in vietnam with like a black uh black top a black oh. ops group <laughs> sorry <laughs> a black ops group of the u.s that go to vietnam and they go to this little town that was separated from the Viet Cong, and um like all the villagers no one put up a fight some of them even wished to like die from the black ops people and they went to this little like shrine that had a buddha statue in it they just knocked the buddha statue over and underneath it they found this giant like fleshy tunnel oh yeah wasn't it like it was like breathing they said yeah and there was the a bunch of condensation room, all room over was humid God, yeah there's yeah, condensation yeah. everywhere and that's kind of how the u.s i th i think at this point discovered yeah. what the flesh interfaces at were. this point and to be 100 percent honest according to the story the u.s is not the first to know about it no not at all actually i i have a little bit on that yeah it turns out that like uh the CIA obviously started developing ways to experiment on the interface, but the Russians were doing it as well. Uh, turns out that the Russians would use, like, prisoners, like you were talking about, to, uh -huh. to experiment on with the interfaces and have them go into them. So, the fact that you mentioned that, um, the very end of the investigator narrative, they talk about 30,000 prisoners being subjected to this, most Sounds of them right. being Russian. The way they administered the LSD, can you guys take a wild guess? Through the urethra. No. I'm guessing. Blood transfusion. It's no. It was, they nebulized it, turned it into a gas. Russian sleep experiment. Uh-huh. It's all coming mm. full yep. sucker. So they, they fucking, they turned this shit into a gas and made it work better. Yeah, we found out that's a lie. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's no. kind of fucked up. But I have I have a little summary of this post that I'll kind of read out, kind of like, you know, ju just because it makes a little bit more sense this way. Sure, um, yeah. So it, it turns out that the uh, the CIA thought that the flesh interfaces were just pipes connecting from one place to another. Um, the Russians used uh, prisoners, which was cool. The CIA decided that they would send kids in as test subjects oh yeah they would even name the kids like dogs names to dehumanize them so they fido or well one of them is jingles <laughs> <laughs> jingles jingles and uh they they use these dog names so they don't like see them as humans but uh uh the first kid to actually come back was named jingles and he was an eight-year-old girl uh she went in and then two minutes later she came out in a large organic sack lined with veins about four feet long she had no hair. She had an umbilical cord. 
She was a big giant baby. She was mm-hmm. like a giant ass, like oh, yeah. three foot, four foot baby. It's almost like she was put back into the amniotic sac. Pretty much, yeah. She didn't have any like memory either. It was like literally when they got her out of this like weird fleshy sack, she was like a, to- a little baby that was born again. She was just a little baby. Yeah, and like she was a little baby, and uh, <laughs> she like slowly got her memory back. And they asked her like, "Oh, what's on the other side?" And all she said was, "Inside the chamber." I started to feel drowsy. Then everything changed. I knew what I saw. I had seen it before. This is the room in Grammy's house. The quiet room. And then she whispered a few more words until she died. All she said was, come on to these yellow sands. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Well, that reminds me of, so, not too long ago, you know, that little narrative we heard. From the the nine-year-old that came back about the, with the hills and the being... Sucked down to it and all the weird shit that's happening. It seems like, like it kind of transports you, kind of, but also it takes you, you turn into a baby again. Yeah, and I, I actually, one of the pieces of this narrative, the CIA researcher's narrative, uh, has a really good story that's coming up, but I'll, I'll wait for him to finish what he's talking about. Yeah, actually, to kind of finish up what I was saying a little bit, remember how I mentioned before the part of the interface was Embrace? Yeah. Um, there's actually, uh, it's a whole process. It's a process that's called Embrace, um, which there is a story about a man who describes it as being similar to that of those Japanese subway groping videos. What? Yeah, where a mob is of that men one of those new grope Twitch a woman channels? on the subway. It, I mean, probably, yeah. Um, he, he, he described it as that, and also when a pack of piranha rip apart a cow. Those are two very different things. Are they, though? No. Are they? A group of perverted old men <laughs> molesting a young woman on the subway. Or piranhas plus cow. Yes, it's <laughs> the same thing. Replace the blood with cum, I guess. Um, anyways, so we move on from Russia, actually. And in this next set of posts, we get um, we, we move into North Korea. Ooh, okay. So in... The 1980s, North Korea ends up building their own independent flesh interface. Mm. Oh, they have um, the technology. Oh, so they, they have control it. over it now. So we start to see, yeah, control over the flesh interface. Okay. So this was actually uh, picked up um, from us, and I assume us is America, um, by a huge cosmic ray information signature, which I assume they just like saw this like anomaly essentially when they were looking at North Korea with whatever fucking telescope or whatever they were using. however the fuck they surveilled. Yeah, they didn't really go into that whole part. But So they picked this up, underground facility. Um, They were ready to just completely bomb this place. Okay. So they wanted to basically bomb it before it became uh, uncontained. The facility was completely ready to be bombed, and then it became uncontained, but it was reached a level 7 cosmic transmission rate. We already um, have, like, like a, like a, you know what I mean? Like, this is a level 7, we already have levels to this shit. Yeah, I don't well, know. if you remember, they've upgraded. I guess. They've upgraded their flesh. Yeah, um, just like the Skykers upgraded their fucking Skyker bonus? I don't remember. Level four Skyker. <laughs> there it is. Um, so yeah, so they pick up these rates, um, but they they don't have the normal signs of a full on portal, which I guess they were used to picking up from like cosmic rays. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So they don't see this portal. So, you know, in our minds, we're going, they built a flesh interface. They're ready to weaponize this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, little in, do they know. Yeah, little do they know. So instead of bombing it like they were prepared to do, uh-huh. they send two um, men to infiltrate the, the processing room. Basically, they, they just wanted to infiltrate this place and just get all the information they could on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two men were able to infiltrate the processing room and found what was like a lake filled with humpback whales. So basically uh-huh. imagine hmm. like a giant hangar. There's a connection. You know, we did, as we mentioned, yep. Let's, whales yeah, no, I, I, wanna, I do want to point that connection out. Yeah, yeah, you will see whales come up randomly throughout this whole thing. Yep. Um, so like imagine a giant hangar. With, like, a very large lake in the middle of it. Okay. A man-made lake, obviously. Like a retention pond. So these two guys go into the pond. Okay. And from in the pond, they start swimming around. They see a family of, uh, of whales. What they believe to be a mom, a dad, and a baby. So they start to dive deeper. And deeper. Well, don't. don't and don't. then they find... They found Jaws. Well, they found Cthulhu. Oh no! <laughs> well, That's what? Worse. So uh, one thing I should mention is that the whales looked very distressed. Like they were not happy being there, even though this thing was massive. This lake was massive. Okay. Um, but at the bottom of the tank, they ended up finding bones, whale bones. So something was using these whales. So these whales weren't the interface, right? They're the food for, for the, the interface. interface, right? Yeah. Oh, poor whales! So this thing oh. is this interface is basically eating the whales, and basically at the bottom of this tank was like a giant like, like a graveyard for whales. So like they had this oh. door that would open and close, and it would segment that, and it would it would feed when it needed to. Gotcha. So they were like, all right. So this, this is, is so, sorry to cut you up, but this is kind of like a a glean into the nature of these fucking interfaces they're not just they don't not like unlike a computer computers obey whatever commands you give them these seem like they have an agenda this is a smart computer for lack of a better word yeah so what these two guys end up finding out is that so they refer to this as a skin ship which I thought was really weird. Whoa. But <laughs> a skin ship? Yeah, title of your sex <laughs> tape. But um, so what they end up doing is they're like, oh shit, like this thing is feeding on the whales. We need to end this process now. Even though North Korea wasn't using it for weapons grade purposes, we're going to stop this. Right. So they release a nerve agent into the lake. Okay. Kill the flesh interface. Okay. Um, so you, but, can't, you, can, you can destroy these things. Yeah, they're they're well, the Russians. They're flesh, flesh and blood. They so, did it with that fucking Sabomba bomb, right. Sarbomba, Sarbomba. Yeah, so that's fair. Long story short, the two guys get out of that place. They leave, but this fucking flesh interface was so advanced that it ended up stealing so many American like information secrets that. North Korea ends up blackmailing us. Oh man, they know who killed JFK. Do you have a date on this? Uh, the nineteen eighties. They know who killed JFK, and they know they they know Reagan has dementia. But actually, this next part kind of goes into something that Mike was talking about. So, 
We get a so a... so. Where are we right now? Like we've gone through. We've got the investigator narrative. We heard you know the black ops side of things, so, kind of CIA ish so, right now. Yeah. So right now we're we're looking over all the CIA research that was done on flesh interfaces that we had access to. Okay. So this next story actually goes about um, a little girl who. The first time we hear about her, she goes missing. So we learn that she goes missing, but she's kind of special. Okay. She bleeds, sweats, and pees LSD. Oh, okay. I've heard about that, actually. Doesn't LSD, like, accumulate in your joints and, like, take different organs? Well, I've always heard the thing where if you take LSD, it and stays you crack in your, your back. spine. And, yeah. A yeah. oh, flashback. Yeah, yeah. basically. But, I have uh, a friend that has those sometimes. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, well, from acid. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, same family, but... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so she goes missing, but the CIA kind of, they're worried, but they're not super worried because basically she was erased from existence before even going missing. Um, she was one of the kids that went through the portal, Mm. but she came out of the portal and she lived, which was not something that we were used to seeing in the scenario. I mean, so, so far we've have, we have three people that have gone and come back and each have different varying stories they've each been like kids they've all been children they've all been under 10 years old Mm -hmm. oh i guess i kind of i'm sorry i kind of forgot to mention that in my like my bit before um the russians were using prisoners but they found out that the younger the prisoner that goes in the The more the chance they come out not as fucked up yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so it was only a matter of time before children were used and of course the cia decided they were going to do it first so Yep. So she goes missing for seven years, and then we finally learn up like learn what ends up happening to her. Uh, they actually find her living in Estonia, uh, living a perfectly normal life. Um, she somehow managed to resolve the bio LSD issue that was happening to her when she came out of this placenta after going through the portal. So recap: hmm. goes through portal, comes out of portal in a giant placenta. And then once she comes out of the placenta, they start saying, okay, she's filled with LSD. But now when we say LSD, we're not talking about straight up LSD. We're talking about like, we actually learned this now that mm-hmm. it's a LSD substance. Yes. It's not just your, what we know. It's like a mutated know. kind of extreme version of it's, LSD. Honestly, it's, from what I've understood, it's anything that will open, there's, okay, so when you take... Any hallucinogenics, what it does is it breaks down a barrier in your brain that separates dreams from reality and kind of meshes your imagination with real life. From what I understand, it's everything that, like, does that. So as long as you can open that mind gateway, like, you have access to these flesh interfaces and portals, right? Yeah, and for just to kind of sum that up, it's kicking your ego out of your system. Okay. It's letting you kind of succumb to the things and the thoughts that you wouldn't normally let yourself have. So this is like ultimate nihilism. Yeah. Okay. Like nihilist Arby's, the Twitter (laughs) dialogue. We're all going to die. Eat Arby's. Eat this beef and cheddar sandwich. It's filled with LSD. There is... are, Are you done with your... Nope. No. Almost there, though. <laughs> so, real quick, we we find that she's living in Estonia. Um, they actually end up kidnapping her back from Estonia and bringing her to Colorado, wherever this facility is. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was actually really cool, but uh, one of the uh, things that one of the researchers like wrote was that she wasn't a victim of fortune, 
but a victim of us. And Ooh. I thought that was kind of just like super creepy. That's very um, creepy. But in the same post, we actually learn, actually, this is a different post of the same story, but we learn that a couple random things. Animals survive travel through the flesh interface much better than humans. Is it just because of, like, lower brain function? I, they don't go into that. Oh. They just say, that's what we found. Hmm. We sent some animals through, cats, dogs, birds. Not all of them come back alive, but most of the time they do. Okay. So what they did was they sent a bird through um, that was really good at mimicking sounds. Okay. And when the interface... Iago from Aladdin. <laughs> ...accepted the bird, the bird came back and had an almost flute-like mimic that it was making. Um, and they said that someone... Like, it basically, when you would hear this flute, it did not sound good. Like, it was not a f pleasant noise. Okay. And someone just went nuts and ended up killing all the birds that went through that were mimicking the noises. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, so something's wrong. I know what that is. It's Jerry. It's, it's Jerry the Jerry. Bird. <laughs> <laughs> um, He's back, bitches. But one thing I will note is the last thing we learn about the flesh interface is that it will not accept non-living items going through it. So it will not accept anything that is You can't huck a lamp or your divorce papers through the, well, the flesh can, interface. Well, you can, but don't plan on getting it back. No. No, they'll just spit it back out of you. Just like There is one other post that touches briefly on the cia and it's the fact that the cia decided that they were gonna start talks about building a full-scale flesh interface below a highly populated urban center Ooh. yes they apparently have figured out how to i want to say control a flesh interface but make sure they don't have a russian well we know that accent. they know how to make them at this point Yes. They just don't do it themselves. Oh, no, I mean they can control it to where they don't have, like, a Russian oh. situation where they have to fucking nuke the damn thing. They can make sure it doesn't get out of control. But so they make sure that these fucking silver spires don't rise out of the ground yep, and start they're gonna swallowing start, the They want to start using it on okay. heavily populated areas. So the last little bit of this narrative is uh, the last thing that we learn about this girl who pees, sweats, blood, or sweats and bleeds fucking LSD. Yeah. Rave girl. <laughs> She's yeah. a good time, let me tell you. Um, so, she was basically a very normal child. They, uh, The CIA, once they took her back to Colorado, were like, hey, there's nothing wrong with this girl. Like, why? Why is there nothing wrong with this girl? She went through the interface. We need, there's something has to be off about her. So they keep asking her questions, asking her questions, and they kind of start to pry some backstory out of her. The only thing that she can remember about her childhood was being in an orphanage. Okay. And she said that a woman took her from the orphanage who claimed to be her mother. But she didn't have a real face. Uh-oh. This is going to make so much more sense when we get into some of the other parts of this. But she said that she didn't have a real face. And she didn't like these memories. And it was the only abnormal thing about her. Yeah, and just like that, the CIA, like, part of the narrative ends, and we're in Imperial Japan. Wow, what a yeah. fucking jump. <laughs> yeah, right? We're going to kind of jump around all over the place, but yeah. it, to, to keep with the story, it kind of makes it fun. Yeah, if you haven't noticed, yeah, the we're fucking all over story, the fucking map. Yeah, like, it's, it takes place in modern times. It'll, it'll it takes, come around yeah. at the end, but um, yeah. yeah, in Imperial Japan, we have this story that essentially a Marine on a, uh, on like, a battleship, uh, uh, the, the the ship is trying to get to this Japanese island, and it is the last island left that like the Japanese are on. Like they they've they're basically oh, okay. losing the war mm -hmm. at this point. 
and uh, the Marines finally get to the island, and his whole platoon just goes out there, and all these other platoons are out there, and right when they hit the beaches, it's just devastation. Like, there's, you don't hear gunshots, you don't hear Japanese, all you hear is just troops screaming. Do they get and cut in half? They're getting cut up in half. They don't know what's happening. They don't see anything. It's just a fog. But there's no gun. Again, no gunshots, no nothing. They're just getting sliced and diced. And so they're they're just pounding their way through to the center of this, this island. Oh, are they? Yeah. They're, they're just... just dumping their way to the center <laughs> of this island. And the, the they go through this, the forest and they're trying to like make their way through. They're like... They're, like, tracking themselves, like, let's not go that way, let's go this way. This way will work. And it's trial and error. Like, I Jimmy mean, Jimmy fair. took a left, and he got cut in half. Let's go right instead. <laughs> That's essentially what happened. And uh, they made this way, they made their way up, and they found this volcano where the they had a bunch of, like, snipers with their platoon, too. Mm. And they heard, like, shouting from the volcano, and the snipers looked up with their, their scopes. And they saw a man sitting there. But his head was detached from his body, and it was several feet just floating in the air. And uh, he was just screaming stuff, and they had no idea what he was really saying. Do you remember that Rick and Morty episode about, like, the narrative train? Yeah. And if you get yeah. shoved out the window, you're, like, lost in it's whatever. The tickets, please, guy. Yeah, it's the tickets, please, guy, who gets ripped in <laughs> half his, and is just yeah. spinning and spraying with blood. With his cum gutter yeah. <laughs> Yes, with his cum gutters. <laughs> but they, they make their way up to the to the mountain like close to him and they hear from inside the volcano uh they hear laughing followed by screaming just repetitively and they yeah and they finally make their way to this man and he is like his limbs are detached from his body his head is he's just floating there in 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 air and they're like who are you are you here alone (laughs) like what the fuck? And he's Who are you? he's like, I'm not Japanese. I'm Korean. Like he's kind of speaking to him in like broken English, kind of like okay. I'm Korean. Like I, I I'm not Japanese. Like speak to me like that. And essentially, he tells them like, you know, the devil's been here. God lost the fight. There's nothing but darkness here. Okay. And then a giant spaceship just kind of comes above the <laughs> island. And then the fucking American, like, Marines here, they get a call from, like, fucking, they get a call from their higher-ups, like, get the fuck off the island. <laughs> and so they're just like, yep, you don't gotta tell me fucking twice. Was the response just, yeah, we it, know? Literally, they're, literally, <laughs> we saw. Yeah, literally, they, they were like, we got a message from up uh, up top that said, pull back. We didn't even think twice about it. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I wouldn't either if I just saw a spaceship and a floating man. So and I so can- they just left the island. <laughs> Here's the fun parts, kids. We're done with Imperial Japan for right now. <laughs> for now. We'll get back into it later, yes. but for now we're done. Now we're going to go into... Uh, Magical space, pussy! <laughs> it I wasn't mean, a rock lobster! <laughs> I mean, yes, uh, but, but... we're getting kind of into Nazi territory now. There's actually a lot of Nazi territory in this story. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the first, the first post that I had anything to do with nazi stuff is quite literally labeled the magical space pussy so thank you uh doug for spoiling that for the people you're welcome i had you to. stole my thunder on that one i wanted to um, but this whole segment is about this guy who in the late 1960s was just tired of hanging out with like nazis in brooklyn he was like you guys suck <laughs> okay tired of it he said the whole nazi thing was stupid and these guys are stupid and he wanted to figure out who he was as a person he didn't want to be part of the Nazi culture. He wanted to be part of his own fucking culture. So he went to Death Valley. Oh. And he literally says, 
I went there for the same reason everyone does. The badass name. If they called it the Scorpion in Cactus Town, no one would fucking go there. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. So he's like, I'll live in Death Valley until I find myself. So he went to Death Valley, and he got a house, and then he got neighbors. Those neighbors turned out to be the fucking Manson family. Sure Holy did. shit. Yeah, yeah, the fucking Mansons moved in. He didn't know who they were, but at this point, they already committed all their murders and shit. So he's just... Oh, okay. Yeah, he's hanging out with the fucking Mansons, and he's just, like, helping them, like, because they brought, like, dune buggies with them. Okay. So he's just like, I'll hang out with you guys. I'll help you fix <laughs> your dune buggies. Yeah, it's very weird. Mm-hmm. And so he's, he's just doing all this shit, and uh, he's repairing their dune buggies, and he's talking about how they all danced around, and they all talked about this man named Uncle Adolf. And, uh, apparently, uh, in this story, Charles Manson always wore, like, a swastika bike helmet. <laughs> he didn't need to. He had one fucking on his forehead. Exactly. I think he was just doing it for protection. To protect um, his other swastika? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> but we all assume that Uncle Adolf was fucking Hitler. Especially because how much fucking Charles Manson loved Hitler and talked about how he should have won the war. Um, it wasn't until he started talking to Paul Manson that he realized that Uncle Adolf may not be who we think he is. Mm. Yeah, it turns out Paul was just there to fuck bitches and smoke weed. <laughs> he was like, the Nazi shit's dumb. I just want to be here for the drugs. Um, but Paul had mentioned that the plan for the Mansons was to ride out the upcoming race war, the Helter Skelter, that Charles mm. Manson was all Sorry, about. the Helter Skelter. The Helter Skelter. Yep. And, uh, he said that they were going to find a bottomless pit which held the tree of life inside of it yggdrasil sure yeah and that that tree would give them fruit that they could live off of to survive the upcoming race war there's a lot of fucking paul mentioned this is the best part oh paul mentioned that the pit would look like a giant magical pussy (laughs) forming around the surrounding rock and turning it into flesh and it was big enough to just walk into why would you want that Paul, this is, hang on now. <laughs> Paul also mentioned that this was a kind of technology, the, 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 the kind of technology that can turn rock into flesh was alien in origin, and that alien, uh, Uncle Adolf taught Charles Manson how to use that technology, and that Uncle Adolf was coming to join them. There is a Through l- the pussy. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack here. There sure as shit just, is. Just wait until you hear the magical space pussy post Part two. two, which I don't have, but fucking Douglas here it does. So basically, do um, <laughs> you have something to say? No, no, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so basically, we uh, we actually we start this post off with him uh, meeting up with uh, the Manson family, and they take him to this place out in the desert. Where they actually meet up with Uncle o- uh, Uncle Olaf, oh, Uncle, Uncle Adolf, Adolf. <laughs> and uh, basically uh, our main character is kind of like, um, well, like you know, I don't, I don't really know about this. Like, what? Why do you need me? And uh, Uncle Adolf basically says, "Oh, you're perfect for testing." And so mm. they basically end up kidnapping him, leading him to uh, an uh, arroyo, uh, which is basically just like this, like kind of rocky facing. Yeah structure yeah um and basically it was either get shot or go into the giant pussy so he what a, don't threaten me with a good a time choice. Now. <laughs> you want to get shot in the head or you want to fucking enter this puss uh, <laughs> this puss. puss uh so yeah so he goes into the giant space pussy and um <laughs> all he can hear is the sounds of screaming 
and laughter coming from inside of it, which is mm. something that we heard from before. Yeah, that's a trope that carries pretty much throughout this entire fucking yeah. timeline. So basically the the narrator of this one just kind of starts talking about how he was in this fleshy interface, he was hearing the screaming, hearing the laughing, but he then kind of switches the narrative into like a breaking a fourth wall almost, and he's like, you're probably wondering how I'm writing this story. Oh my god, they pulled the whole record scratch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey, you're probably wondering how I got here. <laughs> you're, probably oh how, you're, you're probably wondering how I ended up in this yeah. giant space pussy. Oh my right? god, what a move. <laughs> So get this. No, so <laughs> that's like talk? actually exactly what happens. He's basically just, uh, you're probably wondering how I got here and how I'm writing this. And he kind of goes on to explain that he was actually bitten and killed and was now, in fact, the bottomless pit, the tree of life. So he oh. basically combined with the flesh interface that they went into, or AKA the space pussy, mm-hmm. and then wrote this story. And that's so he literally like merged with. All of the whatever is that's a part of that. Yeah, so one of the things that he does describe while he's inside of it is that uh, he gets bitten by what looks like a mouth that just kind of, like, mm-hmm. forms and yeah, comes yeah. out of the wall. No, that's and something you will see time and time again. Yeah, so, yeah. Long story short, pussies from space have mouths in them. That is Do what breaking, you will with that information. Breaking news. You know, pussies from space have mouths in them. More at 11. You know, <laughs> I, I've been thinking about getting a, a telescope. For some time now, and I think I've just made my decision. Yep. Yeah, Hi, Def. Of course. How else are you going to see space porn? I don't know, but I've I seen think space we have to clop. capitalize seen, on this. Yeah, I've seen space clop. I've seen space dicks. Mm-hmm. I've mm-hmm. now seen space pussy. I just need to make <laughs> sure I understand the scope of all of this. We're just missing the spanus. The spanus. <laughs> <laughs> We're kind of out of like the Nazi-ish stuff now, though. Like for, for now, the government the time, stuff. Yes, we're for gonna now. introduce for the, one post the title person of the episode. Ooh. Introducing in the in the far right corner, Mother Horse Eyes, <laughs> with her defending eye, champion, with her eyes of horse, weighing in at four hundred and eighty-five thousand pounds, eating hay, her lap of burr. Anyway, <laughs> lap of burr. <laughs> so the, the, the next post we see actually is, I'm going to read the whole post out again because it's super creepy. Yeah, um, no, please. It introduces Mother Horse Eyes. When I was little, they took mommy away and put me with a new mommy in a smelly dark house. They said she was a real person, but I knew she wasn't. They had made her. Her face was made from pieces of animal. Pig cheeks, hairy goat jaw, old horse eyes. They sold her together badly. And the seams were crusty. I hated her. Real mommy called me from underground. I opened the attic window and sun down and let the spring breezes flow on in. I heard her song floating in on the cool air, soft singing from the grave. I used to lie in my bed, the blinds pulled against the summer sunlight, listening to the sounds of other kids playing outside. I lay there for hours, not sleeping, wondering who had made Mother. She was made from all different sorts of animal parts. One of her feet was a big, heavy hoof. The other was a tiny little kitty cat paw. I could hear her clumping around downstairs. Her smell, the smell of cigarettes and disease, it was everywhere in the house, pooling in the darkness. 
Slowly night would come, and I would imagine floating out of my window, floating up into the deep, starry blue, looking down at all the houses shrinking into the tiny boxes, the clean breeze blowing on my face. Oh, how I would cry in my little bed. I was very young when mother first came. I had another mommy before her, a good one, who wore pearls and had a voice like music. Then one day, I got sick, a fever. I was crying all day and it went on for weeks. I guess my first mommy couldn't take it anymore. One night, she left forever. When I came down for breakfast the next morning, this new thing was waiting for me in the kitchen. At least, I think that's what happened? Mother never talked, she just snorted and made horse sounds. Awful. Her parts were sewn together with yarn, and there were patches of wet burlap. I didn't see her eyes until she had been there almost a year. Have you ever seen horse eyes up close? They're like goat's eyes. They have a sideways pupil. I would come home after school and there would be kids sitting at the breakfast table. She gave them medicine so they did whatever she wanted them to. It made them just sit there, staring and shaking. Then she would take them down in the basement and make them into things. She tried to make me do it too, but I didn't want to. I realized she was afraid of the Bible. I realized it had power. Blood power. When I read it to her, her different pieces would shudder and pull apart, and she would howl like a wolf, and blood would run from her segments. The Bible brought transmissions from the cross that floated in the red summer sky. Everything in time is arranged around the epicenter wherein the nail drove into Christ's hands. Lines of possibilities radiate outward from it. Kingdoms rise and fall. Men grow and die like flowers in a field. I sit in my room, watching bright specks of dust float through the sunlight from the window. The summer heat is pressed against the glass. Somewhere down the street, a lawnmower whines. The air is stale. The corners of the room are filled with damp shadows. My toys lie on the floor, scattered. I hear the fractured music down the hall, a sound like wind chimes. A shudder goes through the old house and I find myself rising. I'm walking down the hallway, call to the other end. I smell her as I get closer. Foul meat, gray hair, stomach acid. I walk in her room and her bloody pieces are lying all over the floor. The strange flute music slowly coalesces into a melody, and the pieces rise and float like flies. The music charms them into formation, and they come together to make mother. The eyes are missing, still fleshy cavities. They come in from the hallway, floating over my head, settling into her face with a squashing sound. Streams of blood falling like tears, the sideways pupils fix on me. Child, fetch me my bag. I need flesh. I shake my head. I hate her. She leaps to me, grabs a handful of my hair, and slaps me across the face with her ragged dog's paw again and again. I scream and cry. She lets me go, sobbing. I go to the closet and get her big bag. We wait until night. Yeah, wasn't that some wackadoo shit? Mm. That is, uh... Mother horse size. That's the woman that we're all here for. Yep. So this this boy little, is she attractive sounding. This little fucker. three story narrative is what took the whole title, I guess. And you wouldn't know it now, but I guarantee you this whole story has to do with every single part of the rest 
of everything we have to talk about. Yeah, we decided to do a little something special with that sequence in particular because, yes. I mean, fuck, it's named after her for Christ's sake. We right. gotta give a little attention to that. Yeah, and it sets up the rest of the uh, post. So you like, we may not. It's hard to describe. We may not see how Mother Horse Eyes in this fashion, but we might see her again in another fashion. You're gonna yes. see her influence. She's very for important. sure. So, yep. like, so if you so after hearing this, if you go back and look at all the stories we just talked about, you will find bits and pieces that are pulled from this story. Going forward, we will also see the same thing. So, Mother Horse Eyes is kind of like the anchor. She's a reoccurring thing. thing. Yes, it's a very, very loose anchor to where you can't really tell which parts she has to do with and which ones she doesn't. But after you read the full narrative, you you get an idea. Yep. Motifs. TM. Are... <laughs> you can't trademark it. Okay. <laughs> you can try. I will let you try as hard as you want. You hear um, that, government? I'm coming for you with the word motif. So, with the Mother Horse Eyes narrative now kind of out there, what do we have next? Basically, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of summarize everything that we've learned about flesh interfacing. Mm-hmm. Because, time. because right now, that's kind of the the focal point that the narratives as a whole are taking a part of. Right. So we get to a, a post, or a narrative, I should say, mm-hmm. called Aftermath. And this is just one post. Just one post. Just one post. Nothing to like tie it to anything, or... I mean, it kind of ties everything into everything, so... That's fair. But I mean, like, what I'm saying is, like, there's no, like... We don't go forward and find more about this post. No, this okay. post is a standalone post, but it does jump us into the future. Okay. So, long story short, this post is about a, it's a, it's actually a short story about a city destroyed by orbital rays. Okay. Which you can go and read for yourself. <gasps> um, it's a very nice little post. It's um, Jewish space lasers. Why? No, no, I can't <laughs> Um, <laughs> dang JSL. Were you about to break out in like a Jewish Just impression? straight up, but then yeah. I, I... He held himself back because he job. knows he can't. <laughs> now is not the climate for a Jewish impression. <laughs> oh, you don't have to cry, Doug. It's okay. No, Doug, it's okay. Let it got out. something in my throat. <laughs> I'm verklempt. So, um, this aftermath. What, what, is, what does that bring us into? So, realistically, the thing to take away from this post is... It kind of breaks down everything that we know currently about flesh interfacing. I'm doing this a lot, and you can't see it, but they can, and they're probably wondering why. No, I'm not, because I understand exactly how exciting (laughs) all of this is. Doug's shaking his fist Especially for a a Lovecraft fan. Yes. The (laughs) tie-ins to what is Lovecraftian in this are awesome. They're awesome. Uh, I, if you don't know Lovecraft, you, you probably would just be like, wow, this guy's a great writer. Um, but it goes so much deeper than this that. This guy sure has weird names for cats. No, see, okay, let's distinguish that right now. This author has all this, almost all the same talents that Lovecraft does, in my opinion. I wish he'd write more. Yeah, I would read his books. Sans racism. Yeah. Which makes it even better. Absolutely. So, like I said, the big thing to take away from this post in particular is that we actually get a listed, um, a listed list of what we know about the flesh interfacing systems. Oh shit! So, okay, I will now read those to you. Mm, please, please do. 
If an inanimate object went into the portal, it would return a short time, less than three seconds later, at a random location within the interior zone. Cameras and sensors picked up nothing of interest of this. Okay. When, when seeing things come back out of the interface. Um, if an animal went into the portal, it sometimes returned either alive or dead. Most returned altered, as so did most mm-hmm. humans. If an adult human went into the portal, the person was likely to return, but would either be dead or too altered to describe the other side, quote unquote. So is this is this lending any uh, credibility to the, like, the younger you are, the more apt you are to survive? And I would say survive, meaning you come back like you're alive you're alive and you also have your same cognitive ability survives a broad term that's the thing we have one known person that's gone into an interface and come back alive so far and that was that fucking was lsd girl yeah we're just gonna call it lsd girl um but this actually will go over childs in just a second but um no one has come through the portal and made it out alive everybody's been too altered except for some animals um, but they don't really count because they can't give their accounts to us of what they saw. So actually, this is actually a pretty good place to talk about what happens when you get what is referred to as segmented. Um, we've talked about that a lot. And through these stories, so we've just condensed seriously like eight hours of information into this what at this point hour and 20 yeah, I, I have no idea. Not but, all heroes wear capes. Some of them have dumb <laughs> microphones and headphones. Or Some no shirts. Do. Yeah, or <laughs> no, no shirts. shirts. I'm hoping that's the criteria because I am fucking rock solid on that. Um, <laughs> but no, hard. so so one of the things that we're seeing is that the younger you are, the more, you know, the, the higher likelihood is that you're going to come back okay. So if you're let if you're just fucking a month old, you might come back fine. If you're nine years old, you still come back. Granted, you might die 24 hours later due to unforeseen circumstances, but... You know, well, there's kind of this, like, weird thing that's happening where when we say somebody comes back and they're altered, like, 80% of the time, they're literally covered in a placenta. Yeah. yeah. Which gonna... is like they're going in to a birth canal almost yep. and coming back out birthed in a new form. It's a I, rebirth. I'm yeah. going to quote my best Dolph Lumberg on this one. Okay. And just say if he dies, he dies. God damn it. That's all <laughs> this very can be pertinent. This can just be summed up as if he dies, he dies. Roll credits. Podcast done. <laughs> Fade out. <laughs> Fade out. <laughs> so the last bit of information that we end up getting is that if a child went into the portal, the child was likely to return alive, but was invariably altered. However, the altering was relatively mild, and some even remained cognizant. Unfortunately, information gleaned from this was cryptic and seemed to generate more questions than answered. And then they all died shortly afterwards yep. anyways. That's kind of the the thing that follows them. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you are. You go through and you come back. Yeah, you might be alive. What a Scooby-Doo mystery. Not for fucking long. Though. I would like to see fucking Fred and Velma and Daphne and Shaggy solve this <laughs> yeah, fucking right? mystery. Let's, you know, can you get them on the phone right now? Hold on. Let's let them dial. Beep, boop, 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 boop. Real? Hey, hey Scoob. Oh, my God. You fuck. You have their number? <laughs> Wait, no. That's not Mike. I'm Ruby. No, I'm pretty sure he 
went through something and came back altered. Yeah, he went to the he went through the space pussy. <laughs> and there so it is, Scooby-Doo kids. is the so product of a space like, pussy. Zoinks, Scoob. <laughs> like, we're in the space pussy. <laughs> Zoinks. I think this but, is... Oh, 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 go ahead. No, you go ahead. I think I was about to say the same exact this thing. This is a good this place is, to call it for the day? This is... So we are... Uh, we didn't intend for this to be a two-parter. No, but we didn't. here the fuck we are. Yeah. And you know what? I... I, I feel like that's the good route to go because yep. we would be doing this story a disservice if we didn't explain it a little better. And if I'm being honest, I fucking, I love this story. And it's yes. so many different stories segmented. There sure are. And it's so, told incredibly well. You will hear back from us in part two of yes. Mother Horse Eyes. I would like to say... Coming to a theater near you. Coming to a theater near you. Um, coming near you. Um, <laughs> coming Almost in always. You. Coming in you. Coming um, you. I would like to say, you know, Follow us on our socials. We're Deluti Pod everywhere. D L U T I Pod everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz. Fucking honestly, send me a message on Patreon. You don't have to subscribe. Yeah. You don't link, have to pledge. Yep. Link shoot tree, me a message. I, the easiest way to find everything is just linktree.com slash Deluti Pod. Yep. Literally everything is there. It's the easiest way to, to to find all of our socials, all of our emails, all of our Patreon is our Patreon. It's the best way to find everything. Just go there. It's less of a headache for you guys, unless you're okay with just navigating around all these socials. But I did set up the link tree to help you people out. So you made it easier. Yeah, you made the so, research for them much easier. Yes. Yeah, so literally everywhere we're Deluti Pod or don't look under the internet. Follow us. Fucking leave us a comment. Give us a message. Subscribe. Shop, we'll, yeah, we'll, Do we'll respond back us. to you. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you message us, maybe uh, maybe you'll get a little inside information on maybe a little hint or two of what we're doing with our Patreon. Actually, yeah. yeah. So one of the things that I recently let slip is that every week, depending if you, doesn't matter what tier you are, any Patreon um, supporter will get this information. We are going to be giving out clues to. The next episode starting on thursdays if that happens and if it catches on you know to be a uh, a thing that people enjoy we may also start giving out prizes so look for that please like and- dick pics yep like i said if you have a fax machine and you want to see my asshole <laughs> <laughs> let me know no, that's, just to clarify that's two criteria well the dick pic was just going to be a photo of richard cheese god damn it well you or fucking dick gave cheney. it away no now. it's gonna be a picture of dick cheney sorry well so we'll stop like, telling them if you want yeah. dick pics then go to our patreon yeah hit us up but but so again so let's just to recap real quick here we've gone over flesh interfacing mk ultra is involved the cia is involved these fucking segmenting portals have been happening all over the world and we still don't really know what causes them, aside from a little bit of insight into what flesh interfacing is. We will on the next episode, though. We will. So, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so please. I, I would also like to say, before you say your thing. Oh, of course. Um, on any social media platform, if you are listening to this episode right now, do hashtag Dilutie Tooth. And just have a picture of a tooth for me, please. That's yeah, all I ask. set that shit up. That's all I ask. I will love you forever. Please so just he wa- he hashtag a- Dilutie Tooth and upload a picture of a tooth. It doesn't necessarily have to be yours. It doesn't not ha- not have to be yours. Just a tooth. He just loves teeth. Yeah, please. That's the only way he can finish. Picture. Sorry, Lori. Anyway, no, bye, everybody. <laughs> we love we, you. We will so see you guys again. Go ahead and say again. your thing. Oh, right. Yeah, obviously. Um, thank you guys so much. 
for listening. Stay tuned for next week's episode. And most importantly, between now and then, stay fucking paranoid. Doug. And if we haven't said it this episode, which I'm pretty sure we didn't, fuck you, Corbin, Kentucky. <laughs> there it is. Corbin. <laughs>